We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into the Jack Ramsey's Post Game Show. I'm your host, Danny Ring, joined as always by the ever just chipper swell guy, Brandon Sprague. They almost covered that number tonight, Danny. I was really impressed with that effort. <laughs> Holy crap! Uh, it's like a 50 win team. Oof. I mean, I, I, I mean, I hedged a little bit when I said 47. Like it was like. Eh. 46, 47. I'm starting to wonder if 45 is 10 games too high. This is a bad team. They're just not good. Yeah, let's let's just kind of dive right into it. Um, they're not good. It's okay to say that. You know what I mean? Like, it is what it is so far. I had four different NBA people tonight text me some variation of this team sucks. <laughs> yeah, well, if it was their first time watching them play, then yeah, you're going to have that opinion. I, I, I know two of them have watched them before, and they're like, ah, you know, they're probably just still getting used to stuff. But mm. two of those same people texted me tonight and said, this team sucks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they are not good. Oh. And for every Damian Lillard missing, there were three key players for the Nuggets missing. So that's Their not second, third, and probably fourth best players are all missing. Yeah. Including their primary ball handler. It, yes. So. Yeah. Um, uh First of all, welcome everybody in. Uh, this will be a commiseration. Uh, we're going to hit strongly on Chauncey's postgame comments, strongly on Roy Rogers' halftime comments, uh, and just kind of try to figure everything else out. Uh, in the meantime, if it's your first time here, welcome. Thank you. Appreciate you. Uh, this is probably not the uh, the fun time party that you're looking for because I'm going to go in. I've kind of held back on, <laughs> on some stuff, but tonight we're going in, ladies and gentlemen. The uh, the theme of the night is uh, retribute, or excuse me, uh, the end, the end is coming. The end is nigh. Uh, a reckoning is coming, is I believe what I titled it on uh, the Blazers Edge post. So, uh, first time, long time, every time. Appreciate you here. Like, rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, we're trying to get to 2,000. Hopefully <laughs> the momentum from the team doesn't slow that down. <laughs> Can we extend our, our goal date to like mid-December now? Yeah, mid-December now because everybody's like, ah, I'm checked out until they fire Neil. Uh, I don't want to hear this anymore. And that's the thing is like it sucks. Like the vibe. Like I, I've said this more than a few times. Right, the vibes suck. The vibe. Yeah. And tonight they were the worst. Would you agree? Yeah, the lineup change didn't didn't help vibes at all. They were like the usual guys were like, ah, I don't care that this dude's in with us now. Uh, I mean, this we, is still terrible. We should probably name check them for everybody who's not 
sure what we're talking about. CJ, Nurk, and and Cuff have, have been bad. Have been really bad as far Abysmal. as like being committed, being a part of things, uh, yes. giving a damn. Mm-hmm. Um, those three guys' factor has just checked out, has waned. Yeah. Um, it's um, it's a problem. Uh, and here's the thing. Uh, let me let me be entirely consistent here. I don't believe this is a Chauncey Billups thing. I believe this is the same thing that I was talking about last year and the year before that and the year before that. It's personnel, personnel, personnel. And it is that guys are getting tired of the same issues. And guys are who they are, and they don't change in the NBA really once they hit 27, 28 years old. That's, mm-hmm. that's who they are. And now you've got a bunch of dudes who are 30 years old who have obvious warts who don't fit together, and it's like, bashing your face up against the wall and anybody who's there who's been through their 30s knows what this is <laughs> look uh, last year was really weird to me from a blazer fan standpoint mm-hmm. um it was really fascinating to watch twitter i wouldn't say be divided but have this minority of people that was just like this is entirely terry stotts's fault it stops it stops it stops it's terry it's a system Folks, this energy was around with this team last year, which made the fact that they wanted to run this back and change three parts even more dumb. And so to me, it's like we went from last year, everything's the head coach's fault. It's all talent. It's not a roster problem. And then the general manager parrots that. And what are we seeing this year? Is it Chauncey's fault? Is that same crowd going to go to Chauncey now, or is this like something else? This is like, oh, what, a new system? Is that the pivot point? New system. You know, it takes to break habits. Like, I'm sorry, folks. These guys have been playing in the league too long for us to be using that as a crutch. You got other teams with new coaches or different rosters. They're not having these problems or these looks. I just, I think this is so overstated and yet somehow divisive and even questioned. Mm -hmm. Every game that passes makes his inability to make any move that required testicles that much dumber. Yeah. Every single game. And I'm watching the same team for six years do the same crap that they do over and over and over again. And you've got a new head coach now who maybe he'll be good. Maybe he'll be mediocre. Maybe he'll be bad. We don't know yet, but now he is to the point. What are they? 13 games in 14 games in where he's sitting here out Mm -hmm. loud going, yeah, might need to change up the lineup. Yeah, we don't have effort. That's that's not coaching stuff. That is wild for a team that everybody's sitting here talking about 50, 50 wins. Yeah, people going over 50 wins on 55, this roster. 55, baby. Like, Pump it up to 60. I saw the a lot of that. What the hell are you talking about? Um, Just be consistent. <sighs> Where's that crowd today? I don't got. I had my mentions last year. This is Terry's fault. Stotts' system is played out. They're tuning him out. Oh, so if the head coach now, the new one, is telling you that they're not playing with energy, they're not competing, their effort's not there, does that qualify as tuning the guy out? Does that mean that guy's not good too? No. It's an asinine statement, and it's a weak excuse and crutch because this has clearly always been a roster problem. It's not coaching, folks. Greg Popovich isn't stupid. He won championships because he's a good coach. Where are the Spurs at right roster. now? What? Where are the Spurs at right now in the standings? They're they're under the Blazers. They're under the Blazers. Does that mean Greg doesn't know anything about basketball? Greg, I I forgot everything about basketball when every one of my guys retired Popovich. That's his actual full name. 
I mean, Nick Nurse, has he been to a finals since they won it? Oh, no, he hasn't. Oh, but that's Nick Nurse. He sucks. It's, it's weird. All of a sudden, he got an injection of six foot eight stupidly athletic dudes, and all of a sudden, they're really good. Or oh, they, they're they winning look, again. They look yeah, like they have a lot of potential. Yeah, he figured it out. It's hmm. I, Look, I, I do not claim to know more than anybody else. There are people that can run circles around me with X's and O's. But I've watched the league long enough to know that this league is driven yeah. by roster. It's not coaching. It's mother bleeping roster. And the fact that this was an argument last year was laughable to me. And the fact that they're doing the same shit again, they're falling arguing into the one way or another. Yep. And we're still finding ways to nitpick or argue. It's like this should be universal. The roster's terrible and there need to be wholesale changes made to at least three players. Your young guys should be getting more minutes, but we're stuck here with an investigation of a general manager. Who's not going to quit the investigation because he knows he's not getting another job. The owner doesn't have a damn clue what's going on. The president just walked away from the situation. I mean, this is an ugly, ugly time right now for this organization. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. I had somebody ask me earlier whether or not this is the worst time to be a Blazers fan since the, the Jailblazer years. And I would say probably, yeah. Like, I, my first reaction was, no, come on. And then I was like, yeah, it probably is. This is the jailblazers putting lipstick on to make it look pretty, and then they get eliminated in the first round. And it's like, oh, but they made the playoffs. It's like, yeah, well, half the conference makes the playoffs. Can we stop acting like this is some huge holy achievement? I'm so tired of that, too. Um, Let's kind of go into this game a little bit, and we'll circle back. 
just to, just to mark it off. Um, Brandon took my rant from me. God, I'm man. sorry. No, it's you, okay. You fired me up with the. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it was perfect. Do I, you want your I, turn? No, I'm going to circle back to it. I, I, I thought it was great. I was going to stand up and give you the. Because <laughs> normally it's it's me, but yeah. Uh, you you hit on pretty much everything. Um, let's 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 polish this turd real quick, right? Yeah. Um, let's go with um, Anthony Simons, right? Anthony Simons tonight. Headline is gave a damn. Gave a damn. Him and Norman Powell, the only starters who gave a damn. And it wasn't a surprise that when those guys were out there with the bench unit guys, that they all of a sudden looked better. Finished with sixteen four and five. I thought he did a, a pretty damn good job. Um, of trying to run things, keeping the ball moving side to side. I, he ended up with four assists. I think he probably had closer to probably 10, 11 potential assists. Uh, and that's that's the thing that I look at when you're talking about a young guy developing. What what are you trying to set up? Are guys hitting shots? You can't control that. But you, what you can control is how many opportunities you present them with. You can give them good looks, and people notice that. It doesn't yep. matter if the shot goes down. They notice that. And I think Ant did a, a, a good job in that vein tonight. Um, I thought at, at times when he, when he slotted in, as far as the primary guy, he took the shots he needed to take. Uh, he what was his final minutes total tonight? He was just cut shorter. Twenty eight minutes, six of 11, 1 of five, uh, 16, 5 and four. I mean, yeah, I thought he looked okay defensively. Yeah, um, but I thought he was doing a really good job of getting two feet in the paint and creating for others, collapsing the defense and doing doing the nice things. Right. Mm-hmm. Anything else on Ant? No, I you know I know you'll get to a couple other guys, but I think you hit everything on Ant. Um. The other guy tonight, uh, obviously Nasir Little showed a, a lot more energy. Uh, the final box score line didn't look as great as the game started, but his yeah. give, a, give a damn when you compare it to the other guys that were on the floor. It's not even close. No. So, uh, overall, Nas, solid night. Um, I, I think this is kind of like the fluctuation that you'll get with a young guy. Uh, I thought he, he maybe rushed a couple shots or two, but I think he was also kind of riding his own high, which, good thing for the most part, mm-hmm. playing with energy. Um. I kind of want to give Norm a little bit of love because he did have to play 29 minutes and he did have to suffer through this. He had, he only had 13 points. Yeah. He was five of 10. Like he was effective, but it was just like, Mm -hmm. they didn't really feel like Norm did a ton, but then like, it seemed like every time he had the ball, he was successful and it looked good, but man, it, it, it wasn't as impactful, I think, as, as people want it to be. CJ cleaned up his box score uh, in the second half because the first half he was a dumpster fire. Oh, very uh, CJ of him. Yeah, you know, let me let me let me pull the. Uh, I think that was the actual t- quote that I used. Yes, CJ McCollum made his box score better. Finished finished seven of seventeen, five of ten from three, twenty-one, two and yeah. two. I mean, look, that's that's kind of. I guess it would fall into the category of the rant. I mean, uh, Denver had their MVP, no doubt. They were missing a lot of other pieces, and I know you're missing your MVP too. There's somebody on this team paid to be the number two, and quite frankly, I, I, hmm, Nurk, Nurk is uh, a topic in and himself. Cove obviously is at an interesting point, but the dude paid to be the number two on this team showed up like a number three or four tonight. I would say almost a number six. I mean, it was there were a lot of possessions and moments where I'm like, oh, left he you is wanting. On the floor. Yeah, yeah. In the second half, really, when he got cooking, it was because he was standing still, catch and shoot off of Ant's creation. Yes, which it should be the flipped yeah. around if we're talking also, about. Yeah, when they're so, down like sixteen too, it's like, oh, I'm gonna let it rain now. It's like, oh, cool, cool. And that's the thing about tonight's game, guys. Do not get it twisted. Even when they got it under ten, this game was not close. This game was not close. They just did not even close. 
because of the pace the game was played at, it was stretched way out. Um, Denver it. shot 43s and shot 47.5%. What did we talk about in the pregame? The literal exact thing of, hey, this is the third worst three-point shooting team in the league. Maybe don't let them get going from three. Uh, guys? 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 Wide open look after wide open look. Evan James says, I don't think Nurkic was that bad tonight. Well, Evan, I don't, you're going to get dunked on right now. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Dude, uh, Evan, no offense. You, please, can you maybe put it in the chat? That's all I'm asking. Can you please explain how you don't think he was very uh, bad tonight? He he played 21 minutes. He, he was, was four and six. And four he, and six. My, my box score summation is 4.6 rebounds, 21 minutes, endless mistakes. Uh, yeah. He's not about that action. He shied away from Jokic. He, he Jokic buried him. Today. He watched guys cut down the middle, and he's like, fine, I'm just going to stick to Jokic. You want me to stick to Jokic? I'm gonna like you could see the, the 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 process going through his head. Yeah, it, it was non-impactful. Uh, well, no, it's not that's true. Non-impactful is insulting to non-impactful because he was negatively impactful when he was on the floor. He provided nothing. Mm-hmm. And following off his pouty tweet against the Rockets, I mean, really, you're gonna get the minutes. I mean, I know it's not the minutes he wants. I know he wants more than 21 minutes, but bro, I mean, you get 21 minutes. You you gotta, you have, you have to, to be provide more something. On that. Yes, I mean, I I loved that Nas played 29. I really did. I mm-hmm. Ant played 28. Like, yes, please give me guys who are out there. You talked about Nazir, his box score, you know, four, 12, three of eight from three. But he might stat- he might it up a little bit towards the end. The stat line is exactly what you're looking from. 13, him. 17, 13 and two. seven. Yeah. Yes, and you can just you get a sense that that dude gave a damn tonight. Like he was like, okay, well I'm going to go do my thing then. And I'm going to crash the boards and I'm going to try to be disruptive defensively and run out on guys. And I'm going to cut down. Like he, he did things that you want to see mm-hmm. from a young player who's hungry. Whereas there are three or four guys tonight, not doing that at all. Which um, I guess we should kind of get into the post game comments. Let me pull them back up. Sure. Oh, so, the first couple were um, – I'm sorry. I thought Quick had it. It wasn't Quick. Somebody else had it. Oh, I had it in my Slack channel. Let me pull uh, it back Hold up. on. I got it right here. I didn't move my uh, Twitter. Here we go. Fenters had it. Blazers coach Chauncey Billups just handed towards potential lineup changes of some sort if he keeps seeing a lack of effort. Um, I mean, I, uh, it's a pretty easy one to, to call out here. Whoop. There in Ants Jr. I, I've, I've seen enough. Start him. He gives more than zero redacted. He has a pulse yep. and he cares. Yep. Uh, Joey Pushki asked, do you think Phillips has lost the locker room yet? No, because I don't think he ever had it. And that's not a shot at Chauncey. I don't think this is a locker room he was ever going to get, which is why it needed to be broken up. This was a team that knew in the summer that, like, I guarantee if you check the pulse of all these dudes, the guys who have been here, they all would have told you going into that summer after that loss that this was get getting shaken up. up. Yes. yes. All of them. And that dude legitimately sat in his office like that smug SOB he is and said, mm-hmm. I'm going to add Larry and a first-time head coach, and that's going to change everything. Ha, 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 ha. Because it's not a product of the roster. Chauncey Billups, obviously when you're missing your leader and your best player, there's probably going to be an impact, but they're missing three starters 
no matter who plays, it should never control your energy or desperation. I mean, that's from your head coach less than 15 games in. That's a damning statement. It is time to do what Danny suggests. It is time, ladies and gentlemen. We have a players only meeting. Whether you're a world class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well being and proper recovery for top notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Have it. Because here's the thing. It's going to go one of two ways. Guys are going get, to get on board and be like, all right. Squash or whatever is bad juju, bad vibes is going on. Or somebody's going to punch somebody. <laughs> and I think I'm okay with both outcomes. I'm okay with both outcomes. If somebody shows up to the next game wearing a mask that wasn't wearing one on this road trip, I'm going to go, right. mm, good, good. Yep. Because, like, the, the give a bleep is just not there. It's just not. And I don't care what scheme, what X's and O's. I saw somebody like, oh, Chauncey's lost them or, or Chauncey's schemes have gone sideways. What the, how the f- do you know what Chauncey's schemes are, you moron? I mean, that's ultimately, can we just be honest? That's what we're learning. Are we not in the world of uh, uh, everybody exaggerating or lying about stuff? These people that are claiming that, dude, I promise you, they could not break down basketball. Team. It's I promise just, it's, you. It's so wildly frustrating because... It's just, you've seen 12, 13 games of Chauncey Billups. You have no idea, no idea what they are trying to do. None. You know how I know that? Because they're still trying to figure out what it is they're trying to do. Because they're tonight they started switching everything again. They were a little bit better than they were before, but they still screwed it up. The first yeah. four possessions with the starting lineup tonight ended up like a Spider-Man meme. Just this. Pointing back at each fourth at each other like a bunch of a-holes. You're going to tell me you know what the scheme is? They don't even know. They're not on the same damn page. Well, some of them don't care. I mean. And it's just, it's so frustrating. And I, I'm, I'm one of those people that does not make like making lineup changes. Because that is, once you make that change, you can't go back. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can, but that now everybody, you're, now you've lost it. Now nobody's like, ah, oh, he doesn't know what he's doing. He's just he's just searching. He's fishing. If Chauncey's fishing 
less than 15 games in, do you believe it's Chauncey or do you believe it's the guys who have had these same issues for years? No, it's it's definitely got to be Chauncey, right? <laughs> so forgive me if I'm not sitting here like, oh, Chauncey really is. It's not on Chauncey. Which is the same reason why I was saying it's not on Stotts. For anybody who didn't catch it after the game ends at night, Lamar Hurd, who, wonderful human being, love him, never says anything sideways. One of the first things he said was, in the NBA, coaches do not coach effort. They do not coach effort. You are a professional bleeping basketball player. Show up and have that. You have had every single person in this organization that is on media tonight say something about their effort. And their competitiveness. Yep. yep. That's inexcusable. It is literally your job. I don't care if you have a bad shooting night. Show up and give a damn. It hasn't been there all, all, almost all season. And that's well, that's the biggest issue. And, and to just kind of add to that, too, it's like, I don't know how surprising this is for people. Um, I, I, I didn't expect a lot. I really didn't. Like, I gave him 45. And honestly, in my mind, I'm like, Am I just doing that because Dame has proven you wrong a couple times in this amazing career that he's had so far? I mean, probably, right? There's always the Dame factor, but wow, this this team's terrible. And uh, the unfortunate thing is, and you hope that tomorrow or Tuesday, this investigation situation kind of sorts itself out. I don't know if it will. Why was that blurb about Olshay's, I'm still here, I'm going to fight for the end. That doesn't make me feel like it's done in two days. That makes me feel like there's another week or this week of this. And that schedule, I mean, Toronto and Chicago are two immediate tests at home that are really not great matchups for what you've been so oh, they, far. Uh, listen, Toronto and Chicago should kick the crap out of this team. Well, I, they should, I, right? I, I Especially mean, if Dame's not going to play. Yeah. And here's the thing. Dame's now sitting here. He took tonight off thinking, ah, you know what? I, I got it. You know, Chauncey's forcing him to sit. How do you... How do you sit here and tell Dame that, hey, man, you got to sit? You got to sit. Well, when you, when you, look, when you watch th- what happened. This is, I hate doing this because I, what I appreciate about guys like Dame is that they want to play every night. Mm-hmm. And that's great. This is the unfortunate part of your star player not putting himself maybe ahead for the first time ever of the organization's right now their needs. It's like, if he sat, he'd probably feel better. He'd maybe get a little healthier. He might be back for Toronto. I, I don't know. It's day-to-day. It's what it's listed as. So who knows? It maybe shouldn't be sit. day-to-day, but it, it will It shouldn't be. be, but you know this dude will play. Yeah. If, if he's not told to sit out, he's, like, given the option, he will play. And, you know, some some other stars in this league, they'll sit it out. But And that's what I love about it. But right now, it's like, I don't know if that's the best thing. I don't know if trotting Damian Lillard out at – 70% or whatever he's at right now. I just don't know if that's the it's, best thing. It's not a him. good thing. No, it's, it's, it's not a good thing for them. There's, there's no doubt about that at all. Um, yeah, I, the exact quote about the lineup changes, um, uh, shout out Jack winner who has it, uh, that point is coming. It's coming soon. When you think about it, if you keep playing that way, at some point it says, it say something's not quite working. Um, Cove has not been that dude. Cove, as, as much as I just absolutely tore down Nurk uh, and CJ, Cove is in that category as well. Yes, Cove has been, been awful. Cove has been bad other than some couple shooting nights here or there. Um, he's been disinterested and, and not helpful and 
bad on his rotations and just <sighs> I hate making the lineup changes because it's, it, like you said you can't go back and it disrupts things but the more I look at it the more I look at if Neil is removed from power which again should be the case and you get a new GM in CJ Nurk and Cove will all be traded by the deadline I, I don't think number one you can't bring back CJ McCollum he cannot. He cannot be here beyond this. This is. It's. It's done for love of God. Please do not make me do this anymore. That five-year window that we were told six years ago is that still open or where is it closed? It, it moves. COVID. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. COVID. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, Covington. Like like him. I like his fit. It just hasn't worked out. It's just uh, Larry Nance Jr. One thing I noticed uh, there was a possession tonight where he had. Uh, Bones Highland in isolation. And Bones beat him, but he recovered, stayed down, and then he got to the side. I think it blocked Najee at the rim. Mm -hmm. And that's when I was like, that's it. Okay, that's enough. Not only does he give a damn, but he covers up two different things. The point of attack defense as well as being a help defender and being a playmaker. It's like much lesser Ben Simmons. Right. Like, no, he's not a point of attack demon, but he's a better point of attack defender than Cove. The the thing that's going to hurt you is you're losing the shooting. When Cove is knocking down shots... But but I mean, large. He's had a couple of good games. For the most part, what have you? Do you feel like that shooting's helped him all that much? Because I, I don't. I feel like they I've need seen more a lot than just shooting games. on this team right now, and that's why. They, that's I, my point. The utility of Larry Nance Jr. makes more sense at this point. Um, how Cove handles going to the bench, and that's the thing is like, if you make this move, you're you're going to have to make trades quick. Because Cove's not going to want to sit on the bench in a contract here. But but Danny, I mean, I don't think you're wrong. But I'm sorry, you're talking about an organization that doesn't currently have a general manager. That's what I'm saying. It's going to happen. They, they, they've got to. If they're interviewing Neil tomorrow, which is what we have heard reported. Yes. Then they have got to figure out who's going to be the next hire now. And it can't be an interim or the new hire is going to have to wait, which is insane when you're talking about making massive changes to a roster. So they have to have had those discussions right now. About who yeah, you got you got to be ready to go. Like I bet you right now, if you were talking with anybody in the Vulcan industry about the next person, if they're being honest, they have to. If, if it really is going to be a replacement and not an interim, then they know who they're getting. Like, they, they, that is there's a talk. short list. Yes, uh, Adelkurt Rocco's a three, not a four. That's not even close to true. Robert Covington is a four. He's a four and then a five. He is not a three. He cannot stay in front of anybody at the three. He hasn't been able to do that for years. Uh, Robert Covington has been a four through and through for three years now. So um, this whole, like, just move guys into different positions, it's like saying Larry Nance Jr. is a three. Well, no, they're just not. To me, it's not just about position, though, either. It's covering up for shortcomings within the lineup. Well, no, I was going to say it's like it's more about buy-in. Does he look like he's bought in? No, not at all. So he's not a four. He's not a three. I don't know if you want to play him right now. Like that's and that's, that's the thing how is bad like, this looks. And does as good a guy as he is, and all the kind of stuff that you like. How frustrated does somebody get in the NBA in a contract year if they're sitting on a bench as a veteran? Oh yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not like pissed at Rocco. No, I, this is a tough situation for a guy like that, right? But. This is a money league, man. And these guys want to get their money. And you mentioned it. Like, this is probably going to be his last decent, decently good deal. And this his is a long last multi year deal. 
Right. So this is his time to cash in. And right now, there's he's not looking like a guy that's yeah. going to cash in. Uh, Evan James asks, aren't we limited on trades until December 15th? Yes and no. You're limited on trading for guys that signed new deals this year. Otherwise, you can make moves. You could go get Ben Simmons. So Simmons is already under a contract. Robert Covington has been under a contract. Uh, Norman Powell cannot be traded until December 15th because of when he signed his contract. Yusuf Nurkic is an expiring deal, so he can be traded. So it depends on what you want to go for. Like, Miles Turner, who's already under a contract, he's gettable. Mo Bamba, gettable. Like, there's there's a reason why the names that I've been talking about a ton have been about guys that are readily available right now, not guys who sign deals. Listen, yes, does that open up the market once you get to December 15th? Yes. I don't know if this team can make it to December 15th without imploding. That's what I'm worried about. That's and, and, easily like that, the thing. That's been, you and I have talked about it kind of offline, like how many more games is going to go before if it goes <laughs> completely sideways. And... I, I've as people as people think as negative as I as, that I'm that negative. I have held on to this thought like ah, they'll figure it out. They'll figure something out. Like even if they're not great, they'll be able to like work through some things. I no longer believe that. I feel like I I firmly believe that this team is it needs a massive kick in the ass. Like and by kick in the ass, I mean a major roster change, meaning starters out. <laughs> that is that has been. That has been the key really for a while now. And it's <laughs> I know it's just I I hate talking about this because it's been so effing obvious. And I feel like I talked about it in the summer. And here we are. We're running it back and we're not the coach isn't making an impact. It's it's a stale roster that you can clearly feel knows they thought they were gonna be parting ways and this was it. And oh no, 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 you guys are forced to do a group project again. And they're like we did six group projects. Like I kind of want a new partner and here we are. And they're probably going to get like a C minus on the group project because they don't give a damn. Yeah. And I think that's kind of where we're at. Adam Croy says WTF does Mo Bamba offer. I'd just go looking at the box scores and see what Mo Bamba offers. Go watch, I would a, say, uh, go, go I watch would, a little bit of tape. I would say a Mo Bamba because <laughs> Danny's busted out the Jurgens lotion to Mo Bamba highlights. <laughs> Mo Bamba is largely a player that if you tell me you, you have league pass, and you're watching Orlando Magic basketball and you have that opinion, that's cool. That's You're fair to that opinion. If you don't watch Orlando Magic basketball, <laughs> I don't know if we should be saying, what's Mo Bamba going to do? And that's not to say Mo Bamba is going to make or break your title chances. Nope. It's just to simply say, it's a change. It's a fit. change. It's a change yes. and it's a fit and it allows something for Portland they haven't had. An athletic, seven-foot, rim-running, floor-spacing type who is not Yusuf Nurkic. And he's starting to shoot the ball. Bamba's shooting the ever-living piss out of it from three right now. Yeah. So um, a, a guy who can rim run, block shots, and shoot from three at seven foot tall is a nice thing to have. Let um, me ask you this real quick. Would you rather have – I mean, I assume I know your answer here, but I just – real quick. Would you rather have – No, no, no. I was going to ask about the lineup stuff. Oh, yeah, go. Uh, Nas or, or Larry in the starting? Larry solves more continuous problems. Okay. As much as I want Nas's energy – Here's the thing. Let's say that they make one trade, and then also Larry is in the starting lineup. You know the one thing I love about Larry more than anything else? He doesn't take any shit from anybody. Mm-hmm. He has called out. He has looked at Dame and be like, hey, dog. You, nope. He's looked at CJ and be like, what are you doing? He's chewed Nurk's ass out. Like We have seen him go, no, yeah, to everybody, and I want that. I want that desperately. I want that desperately. And so that's that's where I would go. And as much as I love Nas, not quite ready for that next step. Let's let's get him twenty five a night 
off the bench. But Larry's the, the veteran. He's been there. He's done that. He offers more across the board. Mm-hmm. It's just in that regard, uh, that's that's why I fall for that. Uh, let's take a quick look at the Raptors, and then we'll get out of here real quick. Uh, the Blazers are go one and three on the road trip. They wrap up, uh, or excuse me, they come home right away on a back to back against the Toronto Raptors. Who I don't know if you know this, Brands Break. They are absolutely loaded with six foot eight wings. Oh, so you get to rehash what you did today. Cool. <sighs> that's awesome. If if even can't if, wait. If Dame's going, if Dame is going, do you? Are you are you buying Portland? Better yet, back to back at home. Who's favorite mm-hmm. tomorrow, Toronto or Portland? Oh, I would imagine Toronto, right? Toronto right now is seven and six, so they're not world beaters. No, but <laughs> is Let's this series first game back? Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, right now it's Toronto open at one. So. Oh, it's already up at one? It's, it's already up. Yeah, it opened Toronto minus one. And I'm trying to remember. I talked to somebody about this the other day. I think they said home court's worth three right now. Well, they season. won't. Yeah, they won't go super hard, though, on these kind of lines when it just ended. They Vegas, with basketball specifically, likes to give this a little more time to breathe, but they'll still open, and this line's so low that I'll, we'll see where this is by, like, one Who bets that tomorrow. up? Yeah, that, yeah, it'll be a surprise. It'll, it'll, it'll be inter- interesting to see where it goes. Uh, yeah. But the Raptors, they're going to have a lineup probably of Van Fleet, Ananobi, Barnes, uh, Trent Jr., and Siakam just came back. So uh, Sweet. We, had, we have the perfect matchup for a Pascal Siakam. Yeah, so and you've got Van Vliet and Ananobi are both taking upwards of seven threes a game, both shooting plus percentages. Thankfully, Scotty Barnes has cooled down on his shooting, but he's also another. He's been great. He's another. He's he's right on Mobley's heels for rookie yeah. of the year. Um, now it does say uh, Van Vliet stay today. Just he was he he was play. knocked up uh, or nick, knocked up nicked up a little bit. So it'll be interesting to see. He got um, pregnant. Yeah. Him and Arnold Schwarzenegger, huh? It'll be interesting to see how that one goes. Um, what a bizarre movie, Junior. What are we doing? Yeah. Um, Boy, did that not land. Oh, that was definitely a weird one. Um, but yeah, it's... Do you see... Like, I, I know it's easy to be so reactionary in I mean, I games. see it. I, I do see it. If you're asking, do I see them winning? Like, sure. You know why? It's because the when they win, it's because they're shooting 45% from three. Because they have like eight dudes who can bomb away from three and if you get right. hot. And that was honestly the, the thing tonight is they started off like, what, one of 11 from three, then they got hot and got back in the game. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, that, that, that tracks. Remember like game three when I was like, hey, three-point shooting is going to make or break this team this season. I was like, oh, no, they'll be better defensive. They won't have to rely on that. Well, and then the problem was did they 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 heated up and then they still didn't defend Denver from the perimeter. So, a non-shooting team. Denver shot almost 50% on 43s tonight. I mean, wrap your brain around a non-shooting three-point team doing that to you. And it was by guys that aren't those dudes. So, good times. All right, we'll wrap it up here, guys. Um we will have the mailbag pod coming your way. I'll have it to you guys tomorrow. Uh, thank you all so, so, so very much. If you haven't already, please subscribe here to the podcast. Help us get to 2,000 by the time we hit Thanksgiving. You can find us on social media at Danny Murray, at Brandon's Break, at Jack Ramsey. If you want to get a last-second question in, you can try it now. Hit me up on Twitter at Danny Murray. Jack Ramsey's at gmail.com. Uh, we will have you for the pre- and post-game show tomorrow for the Raptors game. And uh, hopefully we'll have some better news tomorrow. And by better news, I'm 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 hoping to be at a hater's funeral. So uh oh but uh 
hey, I, I, it, there's only like, you know, 65 more games. So. <laughs> I'm starting to feel like, I'm starting to feel like red, man. I'm about to carve my name at the top of this <laughs> closet situation. This grocery store job's not doing it for me. It is what it is, guys. But hey, hopefully, like, there's still time in this season. That's what I'll say. They really are. Like, it's, it's a tough time. There are a couple tweaks away, I think, from just making us feel better to watch them play. Yeah. Uh, Michael says, I'm not done venting. Listen, guys, <laughs> we, have, we have a platform for this. So don't worry, don't, 65 more games. Don't, don't worry. We, we, we got plenty more time to go through it. Uh, again, thank you all.